Hello, hello, hello again, world. It's Zilla and Double S back again for episode three of Masterclass. Zilla, say what's up to the people. What's happening, people? How are we doing? Are we having a good week, good time? Hopefully, everything is going smooth and life is at a luxurious place where you can continue to be you. So, currently, at the time of recording right now, it is the last day of August 2023. So, a lot of people right now, they're heading back into college, high school. Back into the routine they're usually in for majority of the year. So this this episode specifically is dedicated to chasing your dreams and why you should chase your dreams. And while we're on the dream the dream chasing topic for today, I wanna um I'm chasing my dream. Tomorrow I'm going to a competition where they're doing poetry and for for those that don't know, before I was a rapper, I was a poet. I was in a poetry book when I was like 13, 14, I think I was 12 years old, year seven, amazing, so I definitely will get that done, so for everyone listening to it right now, as if you're listening to this live when it comes out, make sure you, first of all, subscribe, first of all, subscribe, like the video, share it to everyone you know, and make sure to go through some of my older content, we got mixtapes, we got music videos, you know what I'm saying, Consequential Progression, The Life of SQ, we got a lot on this channel, so that's all I want to say. But like I said, today's main topic is chasing your dreams. And I've got Zilla, so he's about to take it away. Yes, yes, yes. So before we get into chasing dreams, I thought of something that kind of, him, to me, is very important to set the precedent for because in anything that you do, you have to have a clear mind, clear plan, thought, and all that stuff will we get to. But if the mind, because if you don't change your mindset, you can never change your circumstances. Absolutely. So for me, we've got emotional scars, physical scars, mental scars, and... I don't even know how to say it, but unfortunately some people has been sexually scarred. Yeah. And oftentimes when you speak to people about their experiences, the first thing as a victim they tend to do is blame themselves. That's a fact. Which, to me, you're kind of hard on yourself because if this... We, regardless of what stage you were in your life, whether you were younger as a child, um, adolescence, teenager, or even a vulnerable adult, yeah, that person who commit the hack or the crime or whatever we might name or label we might put on it, yeah, at that spe- specific moment, that person is in you're in their care or they're responsible for you, whether they're a mentor or a guardian or parent or whatever. Yeah. And because of their dark demons and whatever it is, they put you through that emotional state. And then they let you feel like you are the person who did something wrong when by right you never did nothing to them. They did something to you. Yeah. And first of all, you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. Because there's a statement that it's been around from, I don't know how long it's been around, but I grew up on this thing. Yeah. 
and it says forgive but don't forget yeah forgive but don't forget yeah but to me that doesn't make sense because think about this so say your birthday coming up right yeah and i said to you i'm gonna right, what you want for your birthday you say oh yeah can you get me a car so i bought you a car yeah and then the as I said to the people who are going to deliver it, yeah, put a bow on there and re, 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 and blah, blah. You know, and we're going to do a presentation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know you get in a car, but you don't know when. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then this car turned off. Everybody blindfolded you, brought you outside, and we did a big reveal. Yeah. Then I didn't give you the key. <laughs> oh. So why did I bought you this car? For your own... Look at it all the time. So this is my car. But when I'm gonna drive it, oh yeah, I don't know. Well then, that's what the f- um, forgive, but don't forget means. You can't do one without the other. Yeah. If you're gonna forgive, you might uh, you need to forget because there's no point doing the forgiveness. If you because you get so you telling me you're forgiving me, but you're holding on in, you're holding on to the same thing. What you forgiving me for? So then you haven't forgotten them, forgotten it at all. Well, then there you go. So what's the point, forgive but not forget? Because I wronged you and you said, you know what, you're going to forgive me. But you're not forgetting what I wronged you for. Then what's the point? Mm. Wow. Wow. You can't have, you know what I mean? So that's why I use the car as the analogy. Mm-hmm. I bought you this car. I gave you the car for your birthday, but I didn't give you the key. So how are you going to drive the car? You're not. Then there you go. So it's the same thing. You forgiving me, but you won't forget that <laughs> I've done you this deed, whatever it was. That's that's a crazy analogy for the people. Them, I'm not gonna lie. That's a crazy analogy. So it, then now it's down to instead of you forgiving the person, but don't forget. Yeah. Forgive yourself. And knowing within yourself that you never done this to yourself, it's somebody else did. So you're forgiving yourself so you can move on. So what we're saying, forgive yourself and fuck the forgetting, fuck that part. No, what I'm saying, if you forgive, if, if, because you can't forgive the person and don't forget what happened. Yeah. Forgive yourself, forget about that person and them and then forgiveness. Okay, okay, okay. So this is about the person themselves, forgive it's yourself. Forgive yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was, now it's not a problem anymore. Because you can't live with that problem anymore. Yeah. Because PTSD comes in many different forms, right? Yeah. But then the the main ingredients of what causes um, PTSD mm-hmm. is the brainstem. It can't differentiate the past from the present. Yeah. So it's in this loop where it might whatever the incident is or the traumatic event that happened in your life yeah it's been triggered by something i don't know what the trigger is so you find out that every time you hit that trigger you go back into that loop like yeah the, it felt like the event happened yesterday but the maddest part i just want to divert from the the conversation quickly ptsd um what i find matters for those that don't know you know, 2018, I got arrested for rob- robbery on a train, whatever. That's in the past. I physically, within myself, can't be on my phone on the train now. Well, there you go. Like, I find it mad strange. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I can't be in that. I can't even do it. Like, for 10 seconds, I changed the song. I put my phone straight back in my pocket. So, 
but this is what I'm saying. So now you understand the context of how this thing goes. When you're in the loop and you 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 have that, because remember, the train is now your trigger, isn't it? So every time you go on a train, the moment when you that event happened, it's now Re- in the back of your mind. Yeah, it's just replaying every day. There you go. Yeah. So all of these things are down to forgiveness, isn't it? And it's the only thing you can do is forgive self. Yeah. Because you're not going to forgive the person, but you won't forget. So there's no point to even touch that subject. Forgive yourself and just know that, listen, okay, it happened. I'm not saying thing, but you have to heal yourself because you can't allow this thing to di- differentiate or dictate your life for the rest of your life because you have to live, innit? So one more question I would, I think the people would like to ask. Um, do you have any ways of dealing with PTSD? And if so, do you deal with PTSD yourself? I've dealt with many PTSD. Remember, I've, I've been in the army, I've been to two wars and all of these things. So I had the thing, but like I said, it's the forgiveness because I've looked at it that I've never, where I went to the war situation, is not somewhere you go on holiday. You can't just book a flight and get there. Yeah. I was literally sent there and then it was down to me and the person at the other end. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I'm not saying it's survival of the fittest at the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not glorifying what happened, but I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. And I've always told that a hero, somebody tell their story, and a veteran lived to tell his story, so I'm telling mine. Yeah. So I'm not trying to throw there and the hero's name either. I'm just saying somebody is telling his story. Yeah. While you can ask me about mine and I can tell you about mine because I lived it and I'm here to tell you about mine. So my, I forgave myself of the experience I had and the traumatic event that I've experienced. Yeah. And it, like I said, for me, it worked to the forgiveness because I have to look in the mirror and think, well, you could be lying on your back permanently looking up at the sun. Yeah. Are you going to allow this thing to dictate your life for the rest of your life until the day you literally lie down there permanently looking up at the sun? That's and it. I couldn't answer the question. Yeah. So what, that's when I realized I need to forgive myself because I can't walk around with this guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's my way of dealing with it. I've never had the chance to go to therapy. I've never had the chance to speak to a counselor or psychiatrist or none of these professional people, but by dealing with it by myself and looking at basically the mirror was my therapy because I look at that guy in the mirror and I tell him, tell that guy, listen, this is it, you know, fella. You have to, I give you, you have to forgive yourself and you have to move on from this because that happened not many years ago. So you said. Your guy, your gu- your guidance counselor, in a sense, was the man in the mirror yourself. Yeah. What would you would you do? You do you believe in going to therapy and counselors? That you know, do you believe in any of that, or would you say to each their own? People's got method, isn't it? Yeah. And I've always believed in it's good to talk. And sometimes you don't want to talk to the you're easier to talk to a stranger because. They won't judge you, and after you leave their work or practice, or place of practice, yeah, 
you'd never see that person again unless you've got another situation to go and meet them. You just a case file in their cupboard. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you talk a bit to somebody you know, sometimes people play that role of being the the the, the ears or the shoulder to cry on. Yeah. And then when time shit goes south, they use it as a weapon against you. Big facts. Big facts. So you tend to talk to people that you don't really know that you know what I mean, like knowing that if they even go and tell somebody else about your story, it doesn't even matter because you don't know who they tell and they don't know who they're talking about because they're not mentioning names. They just said, I had a client today and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not ever going to say therapy ain't thingy and I'm not saying people shouldn't go and I'm not saying each to their own. I'm saying different people got different ways of how they cope and work. So I, if if, you, if anybody's struggling with anything, they need to seek some form of help, whether it's group therapy or friendship therapy or, I don't know, retail therapy is never a good one. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you want to you touch on your retail, your retail therapy story? And um, yeah. I remember okay. we went to we went to um um what's the place school we went to Spain. Okay. And at oh. the time, I had a a, a seven thousand pound credit card. Okay, just just fill us on in it. Just fill us in on what year it is right now. It was two thousand and eight. Okay, two thousand eight. Carry on, carry on. Okay, okay. And it was only for a weekend. We flew out the Thursday, like today. Okay. And we come back. We flown back in Monday. Yeah. And, but between Friday morning, when we find out the place and that, oh, and shit. coming back Monday morning, we maxed the seven thousand pound credit card. That is really And how did how did that story end up? How did that? We're just gonna stick a pin in there quickly. Everyone, the, well, a couple episodes from now, we'll be touching on financial literacy. If this is your first time listening to Masterclass right now, what I need you to do, I need you to subscribe, like, go in, go into the description right now, click the link in the dis- in the description, watch the first episode, watch the second, and come back and meet us here again. For those that watch this first and second episode and you're all caught up, let's carry on. Take it away. Financial literacy was my the greatest thing that I achieve a lot of great things. Yeah. But the the second greatest thing apart from my children is financial literacy. Uh. So yeah, that should be a nice topic when we do get to it. Yeah. So 
with all of that says and uh, forgiving yourself, now we're talking about chasing dreams. Yeah. And why we should chase dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been thinking about this, but I've always put things in a simple terms so people can understand how my brain works. It's not any technical... Yes, I am very technical, but it's always in a scenario based where you can understand where I come from. So think about this, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you lying in a quiet place whether in your bed, chilling, wherever? You're hearing your thoughts, planning and scheming, and half the time the stuff that you plan never come to fruition. I mean, for the ordinary person, I think that's every day. Every day. It's just for everybody. Like, when you get to a certain stage, every thought counts. But no, when I was growing up, they have a thing to say, your tongue is a two-headed sword. But they always talk about people who like to, the gossiping and chat lies and all of that stuff, right? Yeah. But to me, when you look at it from another perspective, is your thought is the two-headed sword. Break that down, break that down. So everything that comes out in words, yeah, it develops in your thoughts before it goes into the mind, then it goes to the brain, the brain processes it, and then you. now we're talking. So everything that I'm saying to you automatically comes from a thought first. Yeah, correct. So if you kill that thought, it would never transpire into the brain, into the mind, to the brain, till it comes out in words, or actually end up on a piece of paper. Yeah. So the thought is the thing that you have to be careful of, because bear in mind with all of them frequency that you're given after the multiverse, when your thoughts, because it's all energy and frequency, isn't it? Of course. So if you put a, if your thoughts are not, not right, yeah, then the plan is never gonna be right. So you steal your own dream by killing after foot. even though you've got dream stealers out there, you automatically kill yourself out. But Here's another thing that I've always find intriguing. Yeah. And this is my method of how I... Because negative attracts positive. If you put two magnets together and you put the two positive to end together, they never come close. They always repel, right? That is a fact. So me, anything that I want to put across, I always... i rather have five negative people around me than, than five positive people. To attract what you want. In reverse. I break it down. Yeah. So, in everything, you got pros and the cons, right? Of course. So, if, if my idea is got all the pros, I need somebody to point out all the cons. Okay, okay. Yeah, understand. So everything that I've said, this is how it's going to work, this is what I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. And this person says, oh, well, it's not going to work. And you ask them why. And they break it down for you. Mm-hmm. No, you're taking notes. And then you go to the next part and then break it down for you. Yeah. So now you know what you have to avoid because the negative just been pointed out for you. That's your cons. Yeah. The pros you already have in the piece of paper or whatever. So the thought is the one that you have to mindful of because that's what killed out the dream in the first place. Yeah. Then after you have the thoughts or the theory, whichever way you want to call it, then he goes into the mind. Then once you have it in your head now, you start planning. Yeah. Once you get to the planning, then you have to go through the process. Okay. Then from the process, plan of action. 
Yeah. While you're going for the plan of action, you're working on your strategy now. Yeah. And how you're going to strategize, and then you have to break that down into short-term and long-term goals. Okay. But then, without commitment and execution, none of the above <laughs> don't even mean anything. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, I, I see what you're yeah. saying. So, in, in what most people tend to do to fall off, and because it's weird though they always tell oh, you make sure you have your plan B. Me personally, I don't believe in no plan B. You just need to have plan A alone. But tell them why though. Tell them why. I'll get to it. Yeah. Because some people, they've got the whole alphabet. Yeah. And there's 26 letters in the alphabet, right? Yeah. the normal alphabet in, we use, right? In the English alphabet, yeah. Yeah. So imagine if every year... You 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 start off with A. Yeah. I take a whole year for you to execute it and it never worked. Then you jump to B. Twenty six years you waste going through the alphabet. Rather than just sticking to plan A. So if you stick to plan A, yeah. which there is no lesson in winning. Wait, could you could you just repeat that again? Repeat that again for those that weren't listening clearly. There is no lesson in winning. All the lesson is in losing. Break that down. Break that down for every us. Time, so every time you lost, right? Mm-hmm. You learn in a way how not to lose. Understand. When you win, yeah. When you're winning, there's no... Why are you learning from winning? All you do is just win. You, okay, cool. The minute... All right. Use athletics for an example. Okay. If you're a 100 meter, 200 meter sprinter. Yeah. You have to execute the race. So if it's a hundred meter, your drive is is between thirty-five to forty meter. Asafa Powell is the one who drive out to a fifty meter and then sprint the rest, right? Yeah. And then because he's shorter, he's got that explosive start. Yeah. So he that his execution, his plan is to drive out the block quick, get out the blocks quick, drive up to fifty meter, and then once he come out and drive for his, him in full running. Yeah. To the line. Yes? Yeah. Now, if, he's, if he keep winning, he would never change that formula, would he? Of course not, because it's working. There you go. Yeah. The minute he lost, he now trying to figure out, where did I go wrong in the race? Yeah, he's going back to the drawing board. <laughs> no, then. So there's no winning, in, there's no lesson in winning, is it? Of course not. That makes sense, though. I think, once again, that's a perfect analogy for the people them to understand. So... When you into the, and then there's another conversation that has been thrown around for years. I know it from my culture, where they says um, failure is not an option. Yeah. Why the hell would you make such a statement? Because if you don't fail, you can't succeed. Mm, rotted. Wait, yeah. wait, say that one again. Say it again. Say it again for those that missed it. If they said failure is not an option. Yeah. But you cannot. If you don't feel, you can't succeed. Yeah. So, feel has to be an option. Yeah, it's true. Because if you don't feel, you can't win. Mm. And it's the same thing. If you lose, you don't win. Yeah. That's why our motto is every last turn into a lesson and every lesson turn into a win. Yeah. Because when you lost, that's when you learn the lesson and the lesson is going to transfer into the win. That's a fact also. Because everything you win, every time you lost, you're correcting it. Thomas Edison said he learned 10,000 ways out to not, not make a light bulb. He 
never said he 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 made ten thousand mistake. He said he made ten. He find ten thousand ways oh not to make a light bulb. Come on now, this guy is persistent. I mean, bear in mind, he had a plan that he wants to light up. He wants to have light in every house in America. So because that was his dream, yeah, he has to do everything to see it as a reality and stick to his plan A. <laughs> you go so every time it goes wrong he never because there was no plan b yeah back to the drawing board say again back to the drawing board yeah so he keep flipping i know that didn't work so okay let's try this way imagine you get to 900 9999 times and you still feel and you think okay cool i've got one more thing to throw at this thing yeah and then the 10,000 times it worked that's that's fucking insanity borderline <laughs> yeah that's insanity right there but there's a man who really want to turn his dream into a reality yeah and a lot of people got dreams mm. but are they willing to turn that dream into a reality because that's the question that is the some question some people got one dream some people has too many dreams but you have to start from somewhere yeah it's like everybody automatically wants to be a millionaire, but you haven't done nothing to earn the first pound. Oh, shit. That's a gem. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It's so true. You, in order for you to make the million, yeah. you have to start from the bottom up, right? Of course, yeah. So we're not going to start from the penny pinching business. So we're talking about the first pound. Yeah. Then you have to double it. So you're going to... Yeah. Then if you double it, then it's four. If you double it, it's eight. And if you double it, it's sixteen. Yeah. And you keep double, double till you reach a hundred pounds, right? Yeah. So when you get to a hundred pounds, you still need to go two hundred and three hundred to the thousand. Yeah. And then when you get to the thousand, you have to go into the ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand till you reach the hundred thousand. Yeah. And then you have to flip that again until you get to the mill. Mm. So it's not a small process again, eh? Yeah. Some people dream is okay. I want to be a millionaire, and they get out of jail free classes, or I'm gonna buy the lottery. But there's one in fifty million chance you're gonna. So you have a chance of going to Mars, than freaking winning that. <laughs> yeah, especially nowadays. Shit, especially nowadays. One in fifty million chance. So what you are telling me, say you were the lucky dude out of that fifty million people? Uh huh. Yeah, but the maddest part is that when you compare the odds. 50 million against 10,000. I'll take the 10,000. I hear what you're saying, but I would need, the, the hatch doesn't stack for me because there's no. You see, if it was 50 to 1, yeah. That means I've got a 50% chance of winning. A 50 chance, 50 chance, 50 million chance of winning. But because I've got 1 in 50 million, there's no way I'm wasting my money. Yeah. Yeah. The odds are just too low. It becoming two, three, twenty, thirty years you've been buying this thing. Yes, it's like it's a gamble. You're gambling basically. <laughs> Remember, you know, my mother named me Leslie. She never named me Lucky, so definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's... If, if there must be a reason why I would have named Lucky, right? Yeah. And I don't have that name. Unfortunately, it started with a hell, but it wasn't Lucky. It's Leslie. Yeah. So. Whichever way it works, I could never sit down there and rely upon this game playing situation. Oh yeah, my luck is gonna happen because um, if the, the, they said there's 150 million in the pot, 
and somebody has to win it this week and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm that guy. Light bulb moment. <laughs> I'm that guy. That's crazy. This is literally people, you know how much people are walk past that? They got the fucking coin on the scratch card and just praying on a miracle. But, but hold on a second now. What is the tagline of this thing? What do you mean the tagline? The catchphrase. I don't know. If you don't have a sticky it, you don't stand a chance. But then, even if you do... So what is the... I, I would love to know the number difference in percentage for the people that don't have a ticket and the people that just bought one I, no I, you have to understand you know yeah it's, your dream is to be a millionaire yeah in order for you to be the dream to turn that dream into reality is that ticket okay so if you don't have that ticket you don't stand the chance of being a millionaire because it could be you that's the narrative they sell <laughs> it could be 50 million people yeah, but they're not telling you this one in 50 million chance. They're telling you it could be you. If you don't have that ticket, the, the, the number will come up on the TV or wherever they advertise the numbers. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't have a ticket, so you couldn't say, oh, yeah. Because imagine if you bought a ticket, you'd be sitting down there waiting for that blessed moment for them to call the numbers. Yeah, it? thinking it could be me right now. Yeah, is that when you see, uh, say you've got... You've got oh number one call and you think oh yeah I've got number one and then call number six and you think oh then they call another number <laughs> so you're getting disappointed 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 oh you might win forty pounds or you might win a ten pound but you might, how many ten pounds have you spent over the years just to win back ten pounds so it doesn't even match up to the amount you spent so bigger than the income that coming in from the one time you win a little fake dinner so let's make an educated guess yeah how much do you think the lottery makes of people buying tickets uh millions on a daily basis on a daily basis isn't it yeah because remember they sell different things remember you got lottery well you've got one on a tuesday and one on a wednesday okay and then you go one goes on a friday one goes on a sunday yeah Saturday, sorry. Then you've got all of the scratch cards and all of these things where you can randomly go and buy at any given time. Yeah. So it's millions. So would you say the the the, the winnings that they're giving the one person is is everyone buying the tickets? Yeah, but then think about it. Mm-hmm. If you calculate, say you was keeping scores of how much tickets you buy over the years. Yeah. At the average price, uh, two pound or whatever. Yeah. And you're buying two tickets a week for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of money. That's a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> and then you, you celebrate when you when you win 10 pound. It's crazy. But then that's the ego, isn't it? Yeah, because it could be you, isn't it? Then that's not, dream tra- that's not chasing dreams. That's wasting dreams. Yeah, that's gambling your life away. That dreams is one in 50 million. <laughs> yeah. Literally, one in 50 million every so, time. There you go. So, that I wouldn't, I'm not saying I can't tell everyone who to, because that's their hard earned money in it. But, because some people, their dream is to buy a car. Yeah. But first of all, in order for you to buy the car, you have to go and apply for the driving license, mm-hmm. the, the learner's license. Then you have to go under the theory test. Once you pass the theory test, then you have to go under the practical test. Once you do the practical test, you have to pass that. 
then you apply for the full license. Now you need the car. Yeah. So once you have the car and you, you start driving now, mm-hmm. that's that you are now that dream is a reality. So you don't have that dream anymore because you know got your car. Yeah. Then you probably want a house. Yeah. Then it's for you to find a job who's gonna give you the right amount of money, mm. so you can go and get the mortgage, and then you can now purchase this place. Yeah. Oh, you have to save up your um, your percentage. So if 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 it's ten thousand pounds is the the percentage that you have to find because it's ten percent of whatever it is, or I don't know, then that's the only equity you've got in this property. Yeah. So if they come and take the house tomorrow, mm. then you they don't really care about your ten thousand pounds because that's the risk you take. That's tough luck, right there. Tough luck. So, but then it's a dream for you to buy your own yard. Yeah, yeah. So, but but this, like I said, everybody's got a different dream and different tenacity and different idea of how they want to achieve their dream. But buying the luxury or gambling is not the way to achieve your dream. Yeah. To turn that dream into reality, that's the. I'm not saying I'm not. I wouldn't advise anybody to, but me personally, I wouldn't do it. Because mm. it's a waste of time, energy, and money. And imagine the dip- disappointment when your number didn't show up, and you think, "Oh yeah, well I go again. I'll buy the same number next week." Yeah, like a fucking clown. And then you buy the same number next week, and then you just you have this number stuck in a loop because you think, you know what? If I change the number, it might not call. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you think, you know what, let's go for a lucky dip. But then again, you don't, your not, name is not lucky. Mm. <laughs> so why do you go for a lucky dip? Yeah, it's madness. It's madness. So it's just the way oh, the brain works, isn't it? And the mind thinks sometimes, and you just fall into the craziness of how you chase your dream. Yeah. But then again, you've got people who are dream stealers. Yeah. And many of these teachers at school, they're not really dream developers either. They're dream stealers because you know you wanted to be something great in life. Yeah. But because you not your brain don't wire the way how they should take, you should subscribe because knowledge don't get is not means tested. Wait, wait. What did you say? Knowledge is not means tested. It's not means tested. What does that mean? Education is means tested. Okay. Sorry, let me rephrase. Information is mean tested. Yeah. So when you go to school, they pack you up with information, right? Yeah. And depending on the amount of marks you get on the test, that's the amount of information you retain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how school works. That's a fact. That's mean tested. Yeah. So if you go into the educational route, yeah. then you will you will say you want to be a barista or a, a top lawyer or wants to be a, a scientist or I don't know some something that you wants to make your family proud and make yourself proud or there's something that pays you at the heart that you wants to make changes in your community or within yourself or it may be something that you've always felt that is your calling yeah and because you weren't following the protocol at school mm-hmm. the teachers start telling you oh you would never be nothing can you never do this and then you start believing in them because if they're the one who's supposed to help you to achieve your goal and they're telling you you're not going to achieve it they're dream stealers aren't they so you heard it here first from zilla himself teachers are dream stealers to some all the them, not all of them some teachers are dream stealers out there but to the youth yeah. i want to tell the youth to stay in school don't be like me and zilla 
Don't be like mm-hmm. double S and Zilla. Stay in school. Yeah, well, school is important in the aspect of that's the society standard, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So we're, yeah. we're not bashing thingy. I'm just saying, if you put your, if you tell yourself you want to be something, you cannot allow somebody to steal that dream from you. Yeah, that's a fact. That's why you have to chase it. Because mm. yeah, you might not get the grades you needed. Yeah. Initially, but then you always because what have I always says to you? As I've always says to you, if you don't make it in life, it's nobody else's fault but yours. Yeah, that's a fact. You said in the last episode too. That's a fact. Yeah, because you had the opportunity to change that circumstances. Yeah. But you didn't know. No, you didn't do nothing about it. Yeah. So it's my fault. So it's my fault only. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's true. That's why you can never give up on your dreams. So when you're chasing the dreams, look at all them. Because you've lost, you never did well on your GCSEs. Yeah. You didn't do well on your A levels. Yeah. But you've got another chance. You do have another chance. The end of the road is not now. There's always another chance. So why wouldn't you take the chance? Yeah. So. You have to look at what went wrong, why you never achieve what you need to achieve. Yeah. And it's not maybe, it's out because sometimes it's not study, you're not study enough, you know. Sometimes yeah. you overstudy. Yeah. Or the fear comes in, you'll be doing well on the mock test, and as soon as you get into the exam room and you see the paper, you panic. Mm. And that's why most people fail, because they went into panic mode. Yeah. But if you was confident all along, why did you suddenly go into a panic? Because you go into a room where everybody quiet. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So then you steal your own dream by going there panicking when you know you was prepared. So what happened for the whole of that six weeks you were prepping? Revising, planning, doing mock tests, rare, rare, and you smashed the mock test. Then the mock test is not far off from the, 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 the next level up, yeah. which is the actual test. So, why would you know panic after you've been practicing for so long? Mm. And you was confident, oh yeah, I did well, I'm proud of what I've achieved and I'm going to smash it. And then when you come out, you're like, oh yeah, I didn't do too well, you know. So you know straight after the jump you didn't do well. You didn't do too well. Because you panic. So, for everyone listening currently, the quote of the day is chase your fucking dreams. Don't stop. Chase your fucking dreams. Everyone that's listening right now, write it in all capitals in the comments right now. Chase your fucking dreams. From Double S and Zilla, right here, right now. Chase your dreams. Dreams is important because, like I said, everybody's got a dream. Some people's got many dreams. But it, you have to change the narrative. If you don't change the circumstances, if you don't change your mindset, you can't change the circumstances. And is the mindset is the one that because once you change your mindset everything is up, uh, is achievable because bear in mind somebody might tell you that you're ungrateful you're never going to be nothing but that's their words they don't want nothing for you that's why they're telling you that but you want to prove them wrong right of course so there you go and you're going to be the one who laughing at them face to say yeah 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 you told me i was never going to be nothing but look at me now yeah look at me now <laughs> and who, look who is laughing and who 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 is not because you see in 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 life itself yeah it's funny.
Money how life punishes you and while you've been punished, you're learning new lessons. Yeah. So if you cannot accept that losing is a part of the game, then it doesn't make any sense because life itself is a game. You play. Yeah. Every no matter what time of day you wake up, your twenty four hours starts. So if you wake up twelve o'clock midday, that's mm-hmm. when it starts. Tick 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 Yes? Yeah. So you have to ask yourself the question, what am I going to do with my 24 hours? Instead of you sit down there surfing through the internet, hating on people because they've been up before you and they've done this. But then, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. As a child growing up, they got this saying in Jamaica, they said, the early bird catch the most worm. Yeah. But I was looking at it from the other side. Yeah. Imagine them poor worm, boy. <laughs> What, waking up early just to get yam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the, the 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 worm that never come out till midday... He's the one that's still alive. They're all right. Yeah. The one that will come out too early, bird before in belly, long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucked up when you say it like that, yeah. So, it, it's, it's, it, it's a conversation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at the narrative, you're thinking, "Ooh, this is <laughs> stuff." But yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's just everything's got its pros and its cons, isn't it? Of course, of course. And that's, so this is why I said losing is a part of the game because the worm come out to feed, or just to come enjoy some of the morning dew and whichever. Yeah. And birdie, birdie, did they wait for you for fully belly? Yeah, yeah. Your breakfast now. So you turn out to be somebody else's food. Yeah. But then the worm loses and the bird wins. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it, the, that riddle only works if you're a bird, not the worm. But there you go. So that clearly shows you that when you're winning, yeah. you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. When you're losing, you celebrate. When you're losing, you celebrate. Well, you have to, because when you're winning, how are you going to celebrate at the same time you're winning? You can't stop, you're going. Yeah. All right, think about this now. Oh. Are we going to use football as an analogy? Okay. So when the team is winning all the games, mm-hmm. if they got f- f- like chasing four trophies or three trophies for the season, yeah, they win one, they can't go on holiday, go on thingy because they got two more coming. Yeah. So it's at the end of the season when the downtime. That's when they celebrate. They go on holiday, hang out with the family, blah blah blah, and then come back you have to get ready again for the next season yeah so when you're winning you enjoy it <laughs> when you you celebrate you know you don't time no? yeah it's true but but then if it's business yeah then when you're losing you have to celebrate because all the time you were winning you were looking out to win more yeah because bear in mind your competitor is looking our way out to knock you off your perch isn't it? of course knock you off your pedestal correct yeah so when you're winning, they're losing. So now they're losing. You're winning. So you sit there now and they're waiting for your time because you, you're devising another strategy now to knock them back off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. That is correct. So it's the winning versus losing. So everything's got a balance. You don't ever think you're going to be at the winning post forever. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yeah. So what about the other twat? He was a coward, so he doesn't want to knock you off of the person. So he want the number one spot. Yeah. That's mad. It's mad when you so say it like that. To finish, isn't it? Yeah. So nobody care about second and third. It's always the number one. Number one. And two people can't be number one, no matter how much you share the medal. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, when you look at it from the thingy, they always have got determined because there's different way to break it down. If it's in athletics, it's the on thousands of a second. Yeah. They use four to finish. Yeah. Which so we touched. Which we touched in on the last episode. Which you haven't watched. You should be watching that right now. Stop the video. Go watch episode two and come back. Carry on. to getting your degree or whatever the fuck there you go so yeah. it's three years or four years at the end of the four years you're gonna graduate and you're gonna have that piece of paper to say you know qualified or you've now earned a degree in bachelor of science or i don't know biotech or whatever bloody thing you went to study yeah that's a fact so now you've got that tangible thing in your hand you can now chase the next part of the dream by, I don't know, starting your own company or work for um, a tech company or whatever. That's the next part. So you know you need to find a job. Yeah, but I just want to take a quick detour right now as we start to wrap down this episode. I want to um, tell the viewers what's to come in the future because they don't even know. Behind the scenes, we're working on a lot. Working a lot right now. We're bringing you guys this weekly content right now with No Fell. Second episode's out tomorrow, the 1st of September. This episode you're listening to right now will be coming out on the 8th. Yeah, the 8th of September, two weeks from this actually be recording. But we're going to have special guests on this. I got We got Playbaby Lisa, my lovely dear, coming on to talk to the fe- her female audience about beauty and her transition as being an entrepreneur from young. We're going international in um early um November. 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 We're gonna be in well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it just yet, but we're gonna be abroad. Shout out my big brother. We've been talking crazy. Everything's yeah, yeah. The 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 mad things lined up, I can't lie. So Yeah, when we go international, I can't lie. Even even my granddad, we're gonna be we're gonna be recording a live episode for his 99th birthday. So I need you lot to just bear with us. Like I said, theme music's coming soon, intro music, all of it. It's all coming soon. So just bear with us. And you know, like I said, it's double S Zilla, the masterclass. You won't find this you won't find people talking this raw, giving you this many gems. You feel me? All I'm asking you lot to do is like and subscribe. That's it. Share it to your mom. Like this is just you know what I mean? This is the bare minimum we're asking for right here. And we're going to apologize if we use any profanity, any swearing. When we get excited, we get excited. But you can understand this is a heartfelt situation because we're not coming from Oxford or Cambridge or Harvard or Yale or whichever. This is just knowledge that we've obtained over the years and we perfected to the point where we build legacy with it because, you know, we it's, it's a lot of us. You've got Gorilla Six which doing their thing, Double S is out there rocking his thing, big up to Fool, big up to Mike C, Kiku, Shani Midani, Shireen, Araji's in the background coming up doing her thing. So as you can understand, it's a whole conundrum of great minds come together as a consortium of 
doing great work, and this is one of the ways how we can help to edify the minds of people who are interested to do things to themselves and want to build entrepreneurship and look after their family the best way they possibly can and have a nice life and just get yourself out of the rat race because one thought I'm leaving with you before we kind of wrap this up. Sometimes we get caught up into the race which we've got knowledge, we've got thoughts, we've got other ideas, but the valley is what makes the mountains. Okay, the valley. The valley yeah. is what makes the mountains, because without the valley, can't be no mountain, right? Yeah. But then, here's a question, though. Yeah. Wasn't Satan the devil, an angel, before he become the devil? That's a fact. That's what the book says, yeah. Okay, so, if we're going to look at things from a different perspective, okay. we always have to look at it from how we see life, how we transcend life, and how we gonna make the difference in our life to the point where we can now make moves, allow our family to benefit from the work we put in, because we tend to spend a lot of time blaming other people for what we haven't achieved. Yeah, that's Which, a fact. Okay, it, it sounds good if it comes from you because you sound like a loser talking. Yeah. And I don't want to insult anybody with them type of connotation there, but at the same time, that's a loser talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because if you had the opportunity to go back at it and change your, your narrative, yeah, and you didn't change the narrative because you felt like, oh yeah, well, this is what it is and this is what it's supposed to be, and it it it, it doesn't make any sense because. How are you blaming somebody for your failure? Yeah. Because, you know, some of these selfish people as well, they call themselves that they're self-made. How the hell are you self-made? Because you never get there by yourself. No matter how you come up with this idea, somebody help you there. Yeah. So why would you know telling people that you're a self-made man? It's the ego tripping up. Well, obviously. Yeah. But then you don't, the reason why they come up with that crap is because you don't want to give the person the credit to help you to get there. Yeah. Which is not a nice thing because people putting hard work into you and help you to see the thing from the idea to where it is now and then all of a sudden you're talking rubbish about, oh yeah, yourself made like seriously. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah, but then that's what people do. So, you know, before this is the last thing I'm going to say before I go. Uh. People always want the truth. Mm -hmm. Can't they handle can't it. Handle the truth. Can't handle because it. The truth is a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> so, every day you get a chance to be someone better. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And time goes forward even if you don't. Once again, that's also a fact. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact, yeah. <laughs> but then here's another one for you. Ah. Uh. You cannot lose if you don't play. And there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines trying to not play, but they want to win. Well, well it's a fear, isn't it? Yeah, but fuck fear, yeah. though. But then think about it. Yeah. There's fear and scared, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. But you can conquer your fear, but you can't conquer scared. Yeah. 
because when if you fear if you fear something, most people they've got a, a we call it a phobia then. Yeah. So you got a phobia for snakes, spiders, height, this that, blah blah blah. But then one day you think, you know what, bollocks to this, <laughs> I'm going to jump out of a plane or I'm going to hold a spider or I'm going to touch a snake or whichever. Yeah. When you're scared, that shit, you cannot disappear. Like, you can't just, one day you decided, oh, you're not going to be scared anymore. Mm. Because think about the emotionally, the emotional attachment that happens when you're scared. Yeah. It's just one of them things that you never see the end of the day. So it's is that another spectrum and pendulum of how we see life, but people, we're going into a different world and a different dimension. We're into the information age. Yeah. And we, whole jobs, people scared about the whole jobs, but what about the opportunity to create new ones? Yeah. Because no matter what, we talk, we're now in the conversation massively about artificial intelligence. Yeah, AI. But, but who are the ones who put artificial, artificial intelligence together? It's not a computer. It's us, humans. There you go. So why don't school now adopt the new principle of teaching the children how to use computer and teach them computer science from an early age? Ooh, you still need to design computers. You still need somebody to program the the robots. Yeah, they're not re- they're not ready for all this right now. They're not ready for all that right now. God, like that's a whole different that's a whole different demographic we're talking to right now. That that conversations for the parents directly. You know what I mean? Because then we could even talk about do you actually know what your kids being taught at school? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole conversation for a different time though. For a different time. One of these next episodes, we're going to dive into the education system, Carl. Oh, boy. Yeah, old boy is correct. <laughs> but um, I want to thank everyone for watching. We're 56 minutes in rolling time. You know, once again, I've had an amazing time here. I know Zilla's had an amazing time here. Spitting gems to the people that are listening. Guys, episode three, subscribe, like. Like I said, we'll be dropping this every every Friday for... 4.45, if not 5 o'clock the latest. Double S, Zilla, the masterclass. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned in and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.